Welcome to this week's episode of the Green Home Living Podcast. Today I'm joined by Simone Fogarty who we met last week and she's our sales extraordinaire and sales coordinator at head office. Some of you may have in fact spoken to her on the phone about building your new home. But we're also joined by Tim Allen, our Gold Coast builder, who our avid listeners might remember is currently building the 8.2 star home up on the Gold Coast. Tim, welcome to the podcast. How are you? How you going, guys? Good, good, thank you. Now, Tim, look, let's hear a bit about you. Where where did you begin your construction journey? Yeah, so I've been in construction for about 15 years now. Um, 17 was when I did my carpentry apprenticeship um, over in Perth in Western Australia. Um, and from, from there, I've been in multiple different roles with different builders in different states um, and in different avenues of construction. Um, I've quite a, got a big passion for construction. It's always been one of my um, passionate things in my life. So um, moving from Perth to Sydney, I worked, as a qualified carpenter, I worked on high-end residential um, renovations from 600000 to a million dollar renovations in areas like Mossman, stuff like that. Um, moved into commercial uh commercial construction as well. Get a bit of experience in commercial construction building apartments and, and high-end um, apartments and, and car parks and things like that. Um, six years ago, I wanted to uh, advance my skills and, and get into construction management. So I studied uh, the diploma of building in construction. Uh, from there, I've moved into roles like construction management with big building companies that build 300, 400 homes a year and, and operations manager of of big building companies as well, running daily operations of, of national national uh, building companies. So uh, all round experience in the construction industry, have a big passion for building homes um, and, and dealing with clients and, and making sure that clients have the you know the best experience they can have when they build, build a home. So that's awesome. So how did you find green homes? How did, how did you come across it? Yeah, so so starting my own business, uh, construction business has always been a a priority for me and a passion um, but come um, coming along making your own business in this industry can be quite competitive um, and and marketing and all the costs that you need to need to outlay for all that kind of stuff just to get up and running um, and there's a lot of builders out there you got to compete with so you need to think about um, doing something different you need to think about um, doing something innovative in the industry um, and uh, looking around I noticed you guys and I uh, had a chat with Green Homes Australia um, and the franchise opportunity for Gold Coast and Brisbane Territory. Um, something that appealed to me because it was something different to what other builders in the industry are doing. Um, every builder and architect out there is is trying their best to uh, build green, build greener, build more energy efficient homes. Everyone's talking about it, everyone's trying to do it, but you guys, Green Homes Australia, actually do do it. Um, and, and it's something different. It's something that, you know, potentially can change the industry and set standards a bit higher for that, that type of home. Um, and something that really interests me as well. Lovely. So, Simone, we'll just jump to you quickly. Obviously, Tim's on the Gold Coast. What, what do you see currently going on in the Gold Coast that's crying out for a, a green response or, or Tim to build green homes? And where do you see that opportunity lying? Yeah, sure. So, look, I think it's all sort of across the board. People are looking to build more efficiently, um, you know, bringing down their everyday costs of their electricity, water, power consumption. You know, people are wanting to really, you know, do their bit for the environment, but also just be in a healthier home. Um, and I think that's really across the board. Gold Coast especially because, you know, especially the climate 
So it's, you know, people are really wanting to bring the outdoors into homes and, you know, with green homes, we do that really well by having, you know, different types of with the living spaces and orientation of rooms to make it more comfortable, taking in views, um, getting in that nice sea breeze that they get up there as well, which is really nice. So I think it's, yeah, definitely, you know, with the response that we're having and feedback we're getting from clients, it's, you know, it's what people are, are looking for with, um, you know, with building their new home. Definitely. Well, that seems to be what the consumers are, are saying to us, Tim. So it's always good good to hear back from, from them on, on how you're going. But I guess we'll, we'll talk briefly about that transition from being a standard builder or, or in construction into becoming a green builder and what that was like for you. So how how did you find that transition actually we'll just ask that that outright question how did you find the transition yeah um i mean i mean being in, in construction is one thing and then learning the ways of of a normal of a normal house and building uh you know a new home is one thing and building a green home is a totally different thing so um there is always going to be a bit of a transition period and a bit mm-hmm. of a training period involved um and i think that was quite streamlined to be honest um dealing with the green homes australia team and head office was was professional and there's a lot of support there to um to train to, to provide the training that i needed um to be able to build a green home you know efficiently so and um and it's it's amazing how uh, a few days of training even when you've got a, a construction background can open your eyes to different ways of building um and being able to build a house and design it slightly different or orientate it slightly different and just thinking about environmental elements and out, outside things like that um, can change the whole effect of how a house works and um, how energy efficient it can be um, and more and how comfortable it can be for the for the owner you know for a long period of time and obviously saving them money in the long term as well so did you find that transition straightforward was it logical was it a logical transition yeah, I think it was. Um, not, not really had the past experience of transitioning from um, a normal builder to a green a green builder running my own business ever before. So I've got nothing to compare it to. But I would say that it was a, a very streamlined transition. Um, it was simple. It was straightforward, and everything. It was a step by step process that um, you guys outlined, um, and I was prepared for it when I went to do the training and all that kind of stuff. So um, I would say that any builder that was going to wanted to run their own business and thought that franchise would be a good idea would benefit from this kind of um, transition from anything from being a carpenter on the tools or from you know running your own own building company to something like this what's something that you can tell your consumers now that you couldn't tell them back then Um, i think the biggest difference is when telling selling a house to a consumer a year ago in a project builder background um i would be selling them a house 100 based on affordability um if the design aspect probably wouldn't come into it too much it would be off the plan design um standard minimal changes um you know what are they looking for a four bedroom two bathroom here's their options there wouldn't be any orientation aspect looking um thinking about it, it wouldn't be passive design it wouldn't be types of glazing and wet location of windows and all that kind of stuff so fast forward 12 months and now I'm in this role and I talk to my clients, that is the number one priority. So priority is passive design, it's orientation, where's your block, what, how's it located, where's the north of the aspect, um, what, how, what kind of windows do you want, where do you want them located and how do we make it work so that the cool breezes push the hot air out of the house so you don't have to use mechanical ventilation. So it's a very different conversation. Um, the conversation with my client now is 
what kind of design you're looking for is a custom or pre-designed, we can make either one of those work for you, but we can also make sure that we have cover a certain amount of elements to make sure that your home is energy efficient um, and save you money in the long run. That doesn't mean it has to be a certain pre-designed home. It can be slightly customized. It can be custom to suit your lifestyle and your family and your block as well. So we can compromise on and then make the most of views if you've got those views for you know ocean views or that kind of stuff as well. So we can compromise to make sure that they get they get the house they dreamed of, but they also get a house that's energy efficient. And that's the kind of knowledge that I've got now to be able to sell that to my clients and make sure that they're getting the best product. Hundred percent. And Simone, what obviously you're quite involved in in Tim's consumer discussions, and, and anyone listening might have already talked to both of you. But what are you seeing are the the significant touch points that consumers are looking for or wanting to discuss with Tim uh, or any of our green builders, I should say, and or what are the questions they should be should be asking? Yeah, um, I think uh, where clients get the most value and see the real difference with green homes is when they have a discovery meeting with Tim if they've got a block um, so that we could really point out the factors of what we do um, in person so that they can see and we can explain different elements as to, you know, why we position rooms in a certain aspect, why North so important with having a passive solar design. Um, and just that it's more of a customised experience. We're not like a, a cookie cutter builder where you pick a plan, you don't get many changes, alterations, you get to pick, you know, two different tap sets and that's what you get. So with us, we try and um, customise things a lot more and make the journey for clients a lot more about them um, and getting them involved in the whole process and helping educate them along the way. So for us, it's, um, you know, really about educating clients as well so that they understand why we do certain things, you know, and if that's not, you know, in a window in a certain direction isn't always the best um, option, but there's ways around it because there might be the ocean view in that side. So, you know, you don't want to block that up with a wall and miss the view just because, you know, it's not going to be, um, you know, the 100% passive solar design. There's ways around things. So... And because with Tim's background, because he's been in the building game for so long, he's got so much knowledge that he can help pour across to clients. And any clients that meet Tim, you know, have only got glowing things to say because, you know, he helps educate them along the way and, you know, make them feel included in the build process. So, and you've sort of touched on something perfectly there, and I'll, I'll open it up to both of you and you can find it out who answers it first. But how important is education in all of this for both consumers and, and your building journey, Tim? Um, so for me, I think the education on side of things is, is extremely important. Um, a lot of clients that I've dealt with so far um, on the Gold Coast and in Brisbane um, come to me with a, sometimes with a plan, um, sometimes with an idea of a home they want, um, but have don't have all the knowledge around how they can make it energy efficient, sustainable, what products they can use for, um, you know, recycled products that are, you know, uh, zero zero carbon footprint things like that so i've got all that knowledge where i can teach them on what products i can include for them um the design and the the way we're going to design the home for their block so all that all that kind of stuff is is the preliminary discussion before we even get to construction is education about why we're going to do that that way why would we design something this way instead of that way um, what products we're going to use because we want to make sure that we protect your environment at the same time as making your house healthy and, and livable um, for a long period of time. So that those initial discussions are, are always are based around educating the client before we even make 
before we even start construction. And I think going that way towards dealing with a client and educating them more about why we do certain things is, is beneficial for the client as well because they know that when they live in their house at the end of the day, there's a reason why we have windows, they can crack a window and get the cool breeze through and there's reasons why we use certain materials um, on the build and you know they know that they can be confident that we're, we're doing the best we can to protect the environment and, and provide an energy efficient, comfortable home for them. Lovely. And Simone? Uh, yeah, definitely well said, Tim. I completely agree with everything that you said there. So, you know, I think when people first inquire, they're not exactly sure what green homes do. Is it just that we use, you know, different types of products? You know, is it different elements we put into the home? So it's really stepping them through that journey of first initial inquiry and stepping them through and educating them as to, you know, you know exactly as Tim said, the reason why we put certain things in homes the elements of what we put into the homes and why it's important. So obviously the education side of things is certainly one thing, but let's talk about the, the raw building materials and building the homes. So Tim, we've, we, you know, you've worked with our designer Blaze, we, we talked briefly with a couple of weeks ago and Simone to build or design this 8.2 star home. So what's that journey been like for you and, and what's been involved and we want to hear it all. Yeah, um, so the, the 8.2 star home was always, from the beginning, it was always a, a goal of mine to make sure that home was a showpiece of exactly what Green Homes Australia can offer our clients um, and make sure that it was the only house in the street that was different to every other house, which it already is straight away. Um, and the design of it, so I thoroughly uh, um, lost the word. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I went over the design quite thoroughly to make sure that it was passive um, and worked with Blaze quite closely to make sure that our window locations and um, the passive design and the orientation of the house was correct. So that, that block I picked in that street as well had a northerly aspect to the rear, which uh, would be good for that design because the living areas are in the rear of the house and it opens up to a big um, outdoor area so that you can bring outdoor living into indoor living, which is a massive thing on the Gold Coast here. Most, uh, a lot of clients are looking for that. Um, that, that you know the connection between outdoor and indoor living so um, high ceilings uh, pitched roofs things like that to keep the keep the airflow uh, through the house um, window placement on the east side for the easterly winds at 3 p.m in the afternoon solar passive uh, for the from the northerly aspect into living areas uh, for winter to keep it kind of good nice comfortable temperature plenty of shading on the northern side and the westerly side to keep the sun out um, in the bedrooms and those living areas in the, in the hot parts of the day in summer. Um, yeah, those, those, kinds of, those kinds of basic design elements made that home a comfortable 8.2 star home um, rating. Now, of course, there's additional things on top of that as well. That's included like the Tesla battery solar, uh, solar walls, the solar panel system, there's, you know, there's low air glazing, all those kinds of things as well. But the, the NAPIS rating comes straight from the thermal comfort of the home so those extra things don't don't really play into it so it's just really around about the passive design um, of the home the window placement for the cool air and and the solar solar orientation so between blaze and i we we nailed i think we nailed that design pretty well um and and i wanted to make sure i exceeded eight stars because most builders out there are just trying to get their minimum six stars um and i wanted i want clients to be able to walk through that home and see that um wow you know just from a few basic design elements that doesn't need to cost much more or any more at all. Um, you can get an 8.2 star home quite easily. 
Mm. And cost efficiently by the sounds of it. Yeah, of course, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't cost any more than a home next door, you know, built by a project builder. 100%. So what's what's the next stage for that home? How How does that then become the next green home on the Gold Coast? Uh, yeah, so once construction's finished, that'll uh, be opened up as an inner display village. Um, the estate that I've chosen for that display village is, was chosen carefully. Uh, that um, estate is an Oliver Hume estate. Um, they are a big real estate company in Australia, and I've worked with them um, quite a lot on this one. And they're working; they were keen to work with me on this and, and um, help out. So it's a 1,200, 1200 blocks in that estate. Two is two stage, uh, two big stages. Um, the registration has already occurred for the first couple of stages um, and it's owner-occupiers owner only. So it's going to be an estate that really shows off builders' abilities to build, uh, you know, high-end kind of luxury homes um, for, for clients. And um, for, for Green Homes Australia Gold Coast, that's a massive thing because we can be a show, like I said, a showpiece for that estate um, and it'll drive clients to to realise that there is a different way of building and you can build a lot smarter and it doesn't take too much too much effort. But um, it's just really being, um, having getting that advice from a builder who, who knows exactly how to, how to do that. Sounds good. And it sounds like it's all in a, a premium location as well. Yeah, it is. So uh, 25 kilometres from Brisbane. So anywhere within 25 to 30 kilometres from Brisbane these days is pretty good because as you all know, everyone knows in Australia, Brisbane is expanding at a rapid rate. So if you can get uh, home um, anywhere anywhere like that close to Brisbane, you're doing all right for yourself. And Park Ridge is, although it's uh, it's still a very uh, growing, uh, it's in the middle of a growing phase, it's, uh, it's an upcoming suburb, physical uh, location and, and proximity to Brisbane CBD. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a, um, a winner, a state, that one. Looking forward to seeing it and walking through it. Might, I might come up in the wintertime when it's a, a, at a comfortable temperature in, at the Gold Coast because unlike the rest of Australia, you guys just stay warm all year round. <laughs> well, I'll try and come up there as, when it's as cold as possible down here. So, Simone, I guess let's talk about, again, I know you and I talked about the coronavirus and its effect on the real estate um, marketplace in general last week, but what are you seeing in general in the, in the last week because let's let's face it everything changes from week to week and what would you say to anyone still looking to build a home as Australia starts to flatten this curve as the boom is about to start happening mm-hmm. well as I mentioned last week everyone just needs to assess their own personal situation and do what's right for them um, you know a, a lot of people are still looking at moving forward because, you know, even if you've got a little bit extra time on your hands, it's it's a lot easier to look at building a home because it does take up quite a bit of time in choosing things, selecting things. Um, you know, banks are still there with their valuations at the moment. Things are starting to slow on that side a little bit and they're looking at being a little bit tentative. But, um, you know, for people, especially if it's owner-occupied, um, loans they still seem to be going ahead at this stage so I think you know people if, if it's something that they're looking at doing especially you know if people have bought land and they're holding on to the land and you know while they're needing to build then you know we definitely suggest people still getting in touch with us and another thing um, that I think people need to take into consideration you know if they are looking at building even if it's six 12 months away um, is the time that it actually takes to get to that process and to turn dirt, 
Um, I think Tim will probably be able to go through that in a bit more detail of how long it actually takes. A lot of people, especially if you haven't built a home before, aren't aware how long it actually takes to get to that point. You know, it's not just a matter of going and meeting with the builder and you can start work next week. It'd be great if you could, but unfortunately there are, you know, processes that everyone needs to go to and, and that journey can take a different amount of time for, um, you know, everyone, depending on if you pick a pre-designed home with a bit of more changes or if you pick a custom plan, um, can depend um, on the council requirements. Some might even chuck it over to Tim and maybe he can sort of even break it down just for Gold Coast area and up in your area, Tim, sort of what sort of timeframes, you know, it's you're seeing for, for people at the moment. Yeah, certainly. Um, so, it, I mean, like you said, changes depending on design. So if it's a pre-designed home, it's quite a simple process. Obviously, it goes through. Um, we, get, we get started straight away, and, but, but it takes a couple of months to get through council before we can even start. So um, there's always going to be a, a couple of months, maybe up to three months before we can even start on site if it's a pre-designed home and there's no changes to design. And, and if it's a custom design and we have to make some changes and we go through a concept phase and a, um, we change a few designs a few times here and there and, and all that kind of stuff, that can take a few weeks extra or a couple months extra. So potentially anywhere between um, three to, to five months before we can even start on site um, is a good time allowance to allow. Um, so from general inquiry to start on site can be up to six months sometimes. Um, if a client's quite organised and they've got drawings done by an architect and they've got all their engineering and all that kind of stuff done, it can be a lot quicker than that. Um, but councils, they're quite slow at the moment because of obvious, obvious delays because of coronavirus. So things are taking a bit longer. Um, but it, yeah, you need to allow, like, like you said, you need to allow some, some time a few months before we start on site. So starting now is a good is a good time to start because you know if you want a home by next Christmas, then starting now would get you a home by next Christmas. Where, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, in five years, oh, um, I want I want to be a green home Gold Coast builder that everybody knows on the Gold Coast of Brisbane as the a builder that builds better homes, um, a builder that doesn't cut corners or um, offer ill advice. I want, to, I want all my clients that I build homes for to know that and confidently say to all their friends and family that, um, Green Homes Australia, Gold Coast built their home and, and offered the best advice and all their homes are performing as they expected um, to, you know, to that advice that I provided to them for once we wanted to build that green home. So, um, yeah, I suppose that's the, that's the goal for me and that's the passion in, in building a home. I want every client to be 100% happy with the, the journey as well as uh, the final outcome. And, and 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future, uh, their house is still performing the way it should be performing and that they're still saving money on electricity, water and, and everything else they can save money on due to the design and the elements of the home. Um, and if I can do that, I'll be a happy man. Sounds good. And that, you know, you said the, the word that I was thinking, it was journey, it's a journey and it just takes a bit of time and, and it's much like you know a consumer journey or a client journey. Building that home is a journey with, with you or any of our green builders. How important do you see products in the home such as a Tesla power wall moving forward for the next 20 years of home building? Yeah, I, I think it's extremely important um, moving into the future. People are, people are thinking about buying electric cars. People are already buying electric cars. Um, people want to, there are a lot of people out there want to kind of get off the grid and, and not really 
be controlled by the the, um, the energy companies and having to pay extremely high rates for energy. So um, it's it is the way of the future, I believe. Um, it is only a matter of time. Um, so having that option for our clients is is a, a way forward. Um, not everyone can afford it because it is it is a little bit expensive at the moment. That's the reality of it. But um, you know, I do what I can with my clients that really want it and are really keen for it. I do what I can to help that fit into their budget. So um, because I know that um, the, the amount that you can save um, and the payoff period isn't that long for that. So when you're thinking about a forever home and you're sending an extra, you know, $10,000 up front for that system, um, if, if you're thinking about living in a home for 20 or 30 years, then it's a no-brainer. So... Um, and, and obviously having those extra extra little features like the, the PowerPoints for the cars and things like that, it's just it's a forever home, so you think, need to think into the future. So I think um, thinking 20 years ahead is, is a smart move and, um, and those kinds of things can make a massive difference. Worthwhile investment. And I guess in, in closing, once again, another closing point, uh, healthy homes are obviously at the forefront of, of everyone's uh, talking points these days because we're all spending 24-7 in them and we're certainly finding out whether we like our own homes or not. And I know certainly I'd be making a few changes around my home if I could get to Bunnings. But what what are some healthy tips that you could suggest for an existing home just to change or just small little differences that you could make in your home to make it a little bit healthier? Yeah, I mean, I would start by looking at um, if, if, if any, you're getting any breezes through the house because I think um, the natural ventilation is, is one of the biggest things to make sure your home's healthy and make sure that dust isn't building up and all that kind of stuff and you're getting a nice constant um, blow through your house. So looking at your window placement and, and what types of windows, it can be um, a bit of an exercise to sometimes change out a window, but um, the, you know, the payoff is quite substantial. So that can be an easy fix. Um, also looking at uh, how open plan your house is or the way that airflow travels through the house um, might be some minor changes, maybe moving a wall or something like that. Can might be a, a bit of a task, but those kinds of things can make um, all the difference. Um, but um, And then the types of products that you use in your house, if you're repainting your house and, and things like that, or if you feel like you want to freshen up your house and repaint it, make sure that you use no VOCs, so no volatile compounds. Um, in, in your paint to make sure you buy paint that has no VOCs. You're not you're putting toxins in your house for your kids and family that are, you're going to breathe in. So um, everyone's getting into that renovation phase because everyone's stuck at home. Everyone's lining up the Bunnings for two hours to get a few things. So um, everyone wants to do that while they've got plenty of time on their hands. They've just got to think a little bit um, about product selection and, um, and and if you're redesigning a home and run knocking walls down or putting new windows in, things like that, think about um, how, how you can make that home more passive without making too much of a change um, and it will make the biggest difference sounds good all right well if i can get into bunnings i might try some of those things but look thanks for joining me tim thanks thanks yeah thank you thanks for joining me simone we'll um i'm sure we'll, we'll talk in the future sounds good. thank all you right.